Welcome to the Business 101 Show podcast. I'm Coach Nicky. This is where we talk about everything in business and about local businesses operating in Logan City. 101 FM management wish to advise that the opinions and comments stated on this program are not to be considered as endorsed by Radio Logan Incorporated. 101 FM. The following business program is general in nature and designed as entertainment. It should not be considered advice. Monday night and you know what that means. It's time for the Business 101 Show. Introducing Coach Nicky. Here's your host, Coach Nikki. Logan 101's very own Mal West. Very good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Business 101 Show. Uh, I'm Mal West. Uh, joining me in the studio, Coach Nikki, and our very special co host, uh, regular on the show, Kerry Saverin. G'day, Mal. G'day. G'day, g'day. And how are we going? Pretty good. I think it's going to be a big show tonight. I'm excited. We've got. Uh, Two or three live special guests, depending if the whole team comes back. Of course, we're talking to the crew from Cassie.co tonight. That's C-A-A-S-I-E. We did a pre-record earlier, Mel. You saw us in the next door studio for the bonus track for the podcast. And I tell you what, they are a cool group of people. I can't wait for you to meet them. I'm, I'm excited to meet them. I feel like I've been left out. <laughs> you have a little bit tonight. I'm sitting there watching everything happening right in front of me uh, while I was doing the drive show. So, yeah, I'm looking really, really looking forward to this. Really exciting interview. So I'm going to start off, uh, guys, what are you grateful for this week? What's our grateful for this week? Uh, I'm grateful for my kids. Because it's Dad's Day this coming Sunday. Ooh, oh, nice one. Hint, hint. Making a note, Sunday, <laughs> uh, Father's Day. <laughs> uh, I'm grateful uh, I'm grateful for a new day. I had a bit of a meltdown last Friday, so um, a lot of things happening on Friday I'll go into later. But, yeah, I'm grateful that this is a new week and a new day. That 24-hour cycle, I'm grateful there is one. Yeah, look, I'm grateful for the fact I took two full whole days off my business and just relaxed. And uh, yeah, Stop it. <laughs> I did. Two whole days off. Two whole wow. days, I know. So uh, yeah, it's been great to kind of get get back in the groove. That's good. We we'll always start things on what we're grateful for so that we can have a positive mindset for the rest of the sh- uh, episode, isn't it? Absolutely. And we're stream living uh, stream on Facebook as well tonight. Yeah, for the second time. Yep. How'd you find the first time, Mel? You, you know, you're <laughs> live streaming again. Hello to our Facebook uh, live people. Of course, you can find us on Facebook via our website as well. Uh, you, you guys tend to enjoy it a little bit more than me. I'm too busy <laughs> getting things and organising things on this side of the uh, of the console. But uh, that's right. Uh, now, how do they? How do people get in touch with us, Mel? How do they do it? Uh, they can get in touch with us uh, at the, um, via our email, business101show.com.au, SMS 0429-558-101. So 101. So that's 0429-558-101, business101show.com.au. Let's go into the news. The country of Denmark, my birth country, has announced that it will no longer consider COVID-19 a socially critical disease as 80% of citizens over 12 are now vaccinated. It will drop all COVID restrictions as of September 10. Why I find this interesting why I'm sharing is Denmark is a country with 5.8 million people. It is largely socialist and it's run by socialist government. Now Queensland is similar in size with 5.194 million people as at 31st of December according to the ABS. So there is hope this could be the way forward for our leaders and for our state. 
In a time where the rest of the world is getting on with it, our state is sort of stuck in the loop of fear, doom and gloom. Timing is everything in politics, and this week's announcement made by our Queensland Premier raises serious questions about what the overall agenda really is. The Queensland Premier this week announced a new regional quarantine hub at the Wellcam Airport in Toowoomba. You guys heard this story? Famous for, of course, the one-liners the Premier didn't disappoint with, build it and they will come. All that was needed was involuntarily, because we're talking about quarantine, folks, not like it's a theme park. In what was a shocker for not only the Queensland Government but the Premier herself, the announcement on Thursday gave no real depth of reasoning or logic, and of course that came the day after the borders got slammed shut for people wanting to move here because our quarantine system was full. I just thought our leaders had an absolute Barry Crocker last week, and I'm just really trying to not be that negative today. So I'm just, I'm struggling, I tell you. It was really, really ordinary display of leadership from our state leaders. Queensland's own newspaper, The Courier Mail, and the national newspaper, The Weekend Australian, independently both joined the steady chorus of other media this week, spruiking what is blatantly obvious to those of us in business. The cost of the government's lack of forward planning and refusal to commit to an opening target once vax rates hit that 70-80% are doing more damage mentally and are more impactful on the population than actual COVID virus itself. Kerry, every business person you've met in the last week, have they all talked about the damage that lockdowns are having? Absolutely. Everyone? It doesn't matter, big, small, medium, micro, everyone's affected. That's right. Now, I'm not here to, to publicly bag out our leadership. The state leaders did a good job at the start of this pandemic. They showed courage, resilience, tenacity, made hard decisions and championed the cause for us, for the mantra for keeping you safe. But what has to happen now is we have to move mindset. We have to shift and we have to adapt on how we're handling it. The one size that fit all and how we're handling things, even six months ago, it doesn't work now. And that's the key for our leaders to take on board. Moving on to other news, Kerry Stokes dropped pearls of wisdom this week in his interview with The Weekend Australian. Kerry is, of course, the ex-chairman of Seven and major shareholder via his ace company. A particular comment that caught my attention was the way Kerry views the Olympics deal with the Seven Plus platform. Here's the insight I gleaned from this interview. Financially, if you're only judging the result by revenue, it was a shocker for Seven Plus with a $50 million loss on sponsoring the Olympics. So if we're looking at it from a PL point of view, we'll all go, hmm, mm. that's a pretty average result, right? Kerry, however, sees it differently. As a step in the overall strategy for their Seven Plus app, it was a great way to get users onto the platform, and now it's up to the business what it does with it. How's that for forward thinking at its finest? And that's why he's one of the business minds in this country. That is the news for this week. Fantastic. So last week we were talking about being more authentically you and uh, that was the sort of the one thing that we left everybody with to do in their businesses this week was, you know, being more authentically you and changing your business so it's more authentically you. How did you guys go with that? Uh, this might sound weird, but I actually struggle being authentically completely myself because mm. I have, I think it all hinges on, I still have this fear of what if people don't like me. I think a lot of people, Tony Robbins says that all the time. Am I not good enough? Am I, you know, I carry the, I want, I'm a, I want people to like me, believe it or not. Mm. So I still, the full version of me, I still worries me that it's too strong as in too overbearing. So I, I noticed that this week when I had a bit of a blow up on Friday because of the border rules. Um, it actually blocked some of our delivery vans getting across the border like we've been doing the whole time COVID's been around. So I had a bit of a blow up and um, I, I approached a couple of contacts that I had and I was really nervous about speaking truth and about mm. how it made me feel. So I was thinking about you going, hmm, I'm mm. sitting here advocating being more authentically you. But I tell you what, you'd think being yourself is pretty easy, right? But there's a lot of other stuff that comes into just being yourself. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. What about you, Mel? Did you do anything? Um, I tend to, what I wanted to focus on, so it isn't a business as such, but it is this. Yes. 
trying to make sure that uh, we get everything in line <laughs> and, I'd, and yeah. I hit the right buttons. Not, fingers crossed. <laughs> you do a fantastic job. You're a perfectionist. That's, you. What, you that, that's what you're driving towards. You want success and perfection in your role. You want to execute it. Um, I, I just want I just want this to sound the best that it possibly can. Mm. And last I let us down last week because I hit the wrong, didn't switch the auto mate. Oh, you could never off. let us down, Mal. <laughs> and so, what did, did you think to yourself? Hmm, that's unlike me. It is unlike. It <laughs> no. is exactly right. It is unlike you. I don't know. <laughs> For me, taking two full days off my business actually gave me a bit of time to think about how I was going to be more authentically me. Um, we've booked in to have a, a bit of a full rebrand, really. New photos being taken. You mentioned this last week. Yeah, you had so a bit of a light bulb moment. Yes, yeah, so it's all it's all happening. Had the hair done at the hairdresser, so I'm ready to go now. Wow. <laughs> There's a photo coming on. Yeah, that's it. So that's, uh, yeah, in the progress, I guess you could say, of being more authentically me. Good on you. Okay, so coming up, uh, we, we're going to go to the lines. We're going to hope uh, that someone gives us a call. So 3808 8101, if you would like to uh, pose a question to Coach Nikki or to uh, Kerry. So you can do that. 3808 8101. That is the number to give us a call now if you'd like. Hey, Mel, or, you know how I'm a plane nerd? I came up with, you know, our phone number. Yes. Another way of saying it is 380 380, of course, like the big number. Yeah, I know. 380 Yeah, that's your aeroplane nerd coming out there, isn't there it? There you go. And then, of course, the SMS. That's as good as it gets. I'm peaked early. 0429 <laughs> So uh, it, uh, it all, it's all good. If you've got an SMS, you can uh, send us a question as well. So, uh, and they work for the podcast too. So if you're listening to this on the catch-up, you can still send the message and we'll still get it and we'll still address it in the next week's show. And that's great. So it's it's... Back to you, Kerry, because we're going to find out what's on in Logan. What's on in Logan? Yeah, so I've jumped onto the website. Obviously, for those of you that are doing events out there or you've got something coming up, you can jump onto our website at business101show.com.au and go to what's on in Logan and find all the events. And you can also register your own events. So if there's anybody having events out there. But uh, coming up uh, this week, this coming Friday, this coming Friday, no, sorry, this coming Thursday, uh, we have the uh, Logan Chamber of Commerce is actually having their arts breakfast. So you can find details of all of that on that will be uh, from 8 a.m. in the morning. So go and check it out on our website. But other than that, that's uh, pretty much it. That there's I've one more here. huge event on Friday. Oh, gosh, what are I? The golf day for Logan. In Chamber of Commerce. Oh, isn't it funny that that's not they didn't put that no, in? No, that's fine. It's this Friday, isn't it? Is it I'm this I'm pretty Friday? sure it's this Friday, the third? Uh, Are we the thirtieth today? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it'll be this Friday. So Logan Chamber of Commerce is golf day on Friday. They normally sell out, so it's a breakfast in the morning at Meadowbrook and then of course the golf day where like a gazillion people get together and play golf, which is a silly, silly game, but it's a lot of fun to be had and a lot of socialising. So if you want to go and have a chat and meet other businesses, uh, get onto the Logan Chamber of Commerce's website and see if there's any tickets left. I, I should have looked, but I haven't. I didn't manage to do it this afternoon. You're listening to the Business 101 show here on Logan City's number one, 101 FM. Glad to have you along. Uh, we do have a phone call uh, on the line. Hello, who have we got? Hi, Mel. This is Councillor Karen Murphy. How are you? Oh, I'm doing very, very well. How are you? <laughs> G'day, good. Karen. Hey, Nikki. How you going? Fantastic. Really Thanks so much for calling in, Karen. No, how busy you are as a counsellor. Yes, I am rather busy, but I wanted to just give you guys a really big shout-out and say thank you for what you're doing. It's a great program, and it's fantastic that your team supports the local business community. They need all the help that they can get at the moment. Aww. That's Thanks, so Karen. Nice. That's so Thank nice of you. you. That's okay. Well, and we, any way I can really assist you guys, that'll be great. 
I know you've got lots happening on in Division 12 at the moment as well, so we really appreciate you taking your time out and giving us a call. And Karen, can okay. I just say, I see you do a lot of work because I actually follow you on Insta. Ooh, um, and you are everywhere all the time at all hours of the day. Um, yeah, we try to get out in our community as much as possible. At the moment, the councillors are having community week. So this is our opportunity to get out into our community, speak to our businesses, our local organisations, our Chamber of Commerce, and go to those events. But next week, we'll be back into it with our committee meetings as well, back in the office. Good on so you. We well, try I hope to get out there as yeah. much as possible. <laughs> well, I, no doubt you enjoy being out and about, but it must also be nice to get a little bit of sort of structure and office time as well to get yourself through them. You must have a mountain of paperwork and things to do as well. Yeah, yeah, we still we still get a lot of um, emails and inquiries and and problems to fix and and then great um, new incentives for our area as well. But you guys are the the main show tonight. Um, I thank you for what you guys do. Uh, all the businesses out there definitely need your support um, with coaching and how they can get um, grant funding and and any assistance that they can get through this period right now. Karen, thank you very much for taking the time to give us a call tonight. Any time you would like, you've got our number. Uh, please, uh, you're welcome anytime on the Business 101 show. No problem. Thank you for the invitation. I'm sure I'll give you another call in, at a later date. Have a great night, guys. Thanks, Karen. You too. Appreciate it. What a legend. Yeah. See you. Bye. Bye. How good was that? So good. It's sort of nice to have like the, you know, the support of our local politicians because, I mean, they work hard. They have horrible yeah. hours. Well, they're in the trenches. And they don't earn a lot either, just and, quietly. And they're talking not only to um, you know, the mums and dads, but also the business people in their, in their local areas. Yeah. I wouldn't do their job for the salary they get paid, by the way. You know, all those no. people that go, oh, they're politicians because they get paid. So you, have, if you divide <laughs> their total pay by total amount of minutes they're actually working for the constituents... Yeah. Welcome to America at $7 an hour. Anyway. Yeah, absolutely. So, no. <laughs> yeah, no. This is the Business 101 show uh, tonight, Monday night on 101 FM. Are you ready for this week's business hot seat? In five, in five four, four, three, three, two, two, one, one. And of course, tonight, as we said earlier, we're joined in studio by the founders of Cassie.co. That's C-A-A-S-I-E.co. And we were fortunate to catch up a little bit earlier, but for those of you tuning in live now, I cannot wait for you to meet them. Hi, guys. Welcome. Hey, hey, hey. How are you guys? Really good, thanks. Now, guys, I want the, go- the listeners to hear from you. What is Cassie? That's a really good question. Cassie, uh, I'll start with small business. I mean, if you're a small business, if you're advertising, you've got really two options. Uh, one of them's Facebook and the other one's Google. Um, the realm of billboards has always been something that most small businesses would agree is something that's completely out of reach. Mm. Um, Cassie is basically a website, an app, whatever you want to call it, but it allows you, it allows small businesses to access billboard advertising, and that's billboards, like big billboards, bus shelters, screens and gyms, doctor surgeries, and all that in an affordable, self-service way. That's cool. Now, just in case you missed it and you didn't quite understand that puts it within reach of every small business, whether you're a mechanic, a burger joint, a coffee shop, a beautician, a dressmaker, like the costings of this, and we won't talk about costings because people can work that out looking at the app, but it's actually affordable for any type of business. Absolutely. Yeah, so no matter what you know space you're in, um, it, essentially if, you, if you're currently doing Facebook advertising at the moment, it's 
pretty much in that same ballpark in terms of costings. Um, yeah, it's entirely self-serve and um, free to do. That's mind-blowing, especially when you look at what the Facebook ad costs you and then the, the rates and things. Like, who, who would have thought that you could achieve digital outdoor advertising at those same sort of costs? Oh, absolutely not. I mean, previous, before digital, having one of those billboards would cost you thousands of dollars, you know, 10 grand. Well, I've got 10 grand in my head for a Pacific, yeah. and this is probably going back 10, 15 years when I looked at it, and I just, they laughed at me, number one, when I rang up to find out what it was worth, and I thought I could never afford that because I'm a small to medium-sized business, so... How long have you guys been around? We're just approaching our second year this year. Wow. Now, is it true that you've actually got access to billboards worldwide? Oh, absolutely, yes. So we've got access to, say, 6,000 screens across Australia and overall about 28,000 across the globe. So that's places like in Europe, the US, um, even the Middle East. Imagine if you're a PT, like a personal trainer, and you wanted to get your app exposed into a different market and it's just about click and download and subscribe. Wouldn't that be something you'd be looking at? Absolutely. From, it's from your back yeah. from your back studio in your house in Logan going, right, I'm going to the States. Yeah, well, I mean, one of the things that we always joke about is you could sit in at home in your pyjamas in Logan and advertise on a billboard in Times Square within five minutes. See, that's really cool, isn't it? We were talking about this earlier about, you know, being able to advertise down in Surface Paradise or in Brisbane just for, you know, doing it from your office. Um, and that's really really key and it's kind of breaching that whole you know we had the traditional marketing which was billboards newspapers print all of that kind of stuff and then we went digital this is nearly sort of crossing the boundary into both because you've got your your billboards which are digital isn't it so it's a bit of traditional along with the the digital so it's really cool if someone if there's a business owner listening out there tonight who is currently using maybe some facebook or some google advertising i mean what's the advantages of billboard advertising with you guys one of the biggest advantages that billboards have is that they're in, their, they're in the real world. So if you have ads placed in the real world, you're a real world business. You're not just online. And that has probably one of the largest psychological impacts of having a billboard. But it's also about reaching your local area. So Facebook lets you do a little bit of targeting around who, like geographic areas, but this is like literally in their backyards. So, so credibility. You, yeah. Yeah, that's, well, that's a great way of looking at it. Because yeah. yeah. online, anyone can be online. But it adds cred, street cred. Well, that's one of the major things. Like, w- there is still that psychological association of it, you're not a real business until you're up on a, on, a, on a billboard. And that, I mean, it still carries through today to some of our clients right now who use it purely because they, you know, they're saying, look, it gives us the credibility that we need for our customers to, to take us seriously compared to some of our other bigger competitors. And you bring up a really good point. Um, you're talking about, you know, Facebook and the, the amount of targeting that you can do. We can see what's happened recently with the privacy that comes in. Who knows down the track whether you will actually be able to geographically, you know, get your audience down that far because if privacy comes into it where we won't be able to advertise to people who live in the local area, billboards are that thing that can do that. Well, it's true. If you get put in Facebook jail, I've ended up in Facebook jail twice in my businesses through no fault. Well, obviously, I fell foul somewhere, didn't do something correctly, but it actually cuts out your revenue for the time that you're in jail, right? Whereas there's none of those shenanigans goes on in the type of business model that you present. That's important to realise, right? Because we're at the whim of big corporations, whereas here's a local business in Logan that's playing on the local and the world stage, and they can access directly to you through the app. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, accessibility has been our number one sort of uh, goal throughout this entire process of building Cassie out. Uh, is giving. Um, I mean, a lot of people like to use the term democratizing access to access to billboards, and I think that is that is very true. So for us, it's about opening up that space that has traditionally been something of uh, just for the big boys, uh, something that we're trying to open up to smaller businesses, even down to the you know sole trader businesses that. Um, want to get a bit more exposure than they're currently getting out of um, some of the online platforms that they're using for advertising. Awesome. So if you never thought you could afford it as a small business, I'm here to tell you now that you can. So make sure you go and look up Cassie.co. That's C-A-S-I-E.co. Uh, we've tagged you all over our social media. So if you can't remember or the spelling's not your thing, just go to business101show.com.au, go to our Facebook, and you'll find Cassie through there because we've all linked up together. So guys, I can't wait for people to hear the full version of the interview because this was only just like a little taster, a teaser. Uh, and I can't wait to then reconnect with you guys in about six months' time to see how some of those plans are progressing. Because we haven't even talked about facial recognition. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're interested know, in right. facial recognition, go listen to the bonus interview. Because so cool. Okay, I'm going to leave you with a question to probably make you think to go to the um, podcast. Is facial recognition and advertising creepy? Because we talked about that at a little bit of length in there, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. That was, a, that was an interesting discussion. <laughs> Good on you. Well, thanks for coming in, guys. Kerry, anything else you got? No, it was just so great to meet you and uh, what a fantastic business you have. Congratulations yeah, what a great on local all business. your success. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you so you. much, guys. Thank you for having Thanks. us. Cheers. No, there we go. How good was that? Well, you had the preview before, so uh, I just got the... I just got the, a little bit of a, a taste of it. So thank you very much uh, to our special guests. It's that time. It's the time for the Nickyisms. So I love this part of the show. It's time for this week's Nickyism. Yo, a Nicky what? What's a Nickyism? Nickyism, a strategy and or saying that Nicky says, which when used will get you ahead faster. Hey, Coach Nicky, what's it going to be? I was just talking to a guest because they don't have headphones. They no. can't hear all the bits you can hear on the radio. So they're looking at me going, what's going what's on? Going on? <laughs> so tonight's Nickyism is one of my favorites. I know I say that about all of them, but this is, it's like one of my children. Um, one mouthful at a time. Oh, interesting. How do you eat an elephant? One mouthful at a time. When you're sitting with something that's so great and so huge and it's just almost insurmountable and you're going, how do I tackle this? I'm just there to encourage you to go one mouthful at a time. Guys, can you relate to this? When you go, okay, how do we get it into the world? Absolutely, yes. So Absolutely. it's the same thing for me. Um, Friday, you know, border closures, we got stopped at the border, weren't allowed to send flowers across the border apparently on Friday, but it was okay on Thursday, like welcome to Queensland. Um, so I had a bit of a sad and I, I actually, my mindset was really poor. I must have just been tired and burnt out. So I cracked a big sad and social media posted like a brat. Um, and then I remembered, and that's why I'm talking about this tonight, and I go, one mouthful at a time, Christensen. And went, right. And after that, um, my GM actually kicked in and helped with that, and so did Millie. And then we just redistributed. We turned off a couple of couriers. We sent them with other couriers, and we had the problem solved, and we were good to go again by Monday. But by focusing on the big insurmountable, which was I'm going to lose 12% of revenue for Monday morning, that was enough to implode me. But then when I stepped back and I went, right, just get through this one step at a time, it just sort of like a big pile of dung and all of a sudden it, it falls out. Imagine a ruler and you just got to go one, two, three, four, up to how many steps and just help me. So if you're facing the same thing, because I think we all are in the current climate with certain things, one mouthful at a time. Don't forget it. Great tip. Love tip. it. It's uh, yeah, yeah, it's interesting with we were talking about being more authentic last week. <laughs> I've literally taken that one bite at a time to go, what do I have to do? So on, yeah. it's just, yeah, first step and second step and move from there. It's a live learning lab here at the show, Mel. It certainly is. Okay, coming up, we have Coach's Corner Business uh, Review. 
WTF Business Jargon of the Week and this week's one thing. Coach's Corner. Ah, oh, so Coach's Corner is me this week. It is. And I thought we'd just have a bit of a general chat. I don't sort of have anything solid. But obviously in the last 12 months or since, you know, we've had this issue with COVID being around, a lot of businesses have had to move to doing things online, mm. um, doing things digitally, staff working from home. And I thought we'd have a bit of a chat about a couple of products that are free to use, that are digital products that work really well in the space of being able to communicate with the team and some project management things as well. Um, I mean, one that we use here at the Business 101 show is Slack. Yep. What's your thoughts on Slack, Nikki? Slack's been a game changer for me and my businesses. And I know I'm a bit different from some because I actually have part of my team in another country. Mm. We were using Facebook Messenger. <laughs> Horrible because yep. you'd fall down the Facebook hole and we'd lose productivity. Yep. So when I came across um, big companies use it like big national, international brands. And one of the guys um, in the office said, why don't you use this, what we use to communicate with their American team, their Aussie. And Slack was the way they did it. So just that unified communication across teams where if you just think along the lines of, if I wanted to tell you, Kerry, hey, Kerry, have a look at this document. Um, I'd tag you in. And then when, if you're away, say it's nighttime for you, we can't say Kerry's unavailable. Mm -hmm. But then when you log back in in the morning because you set those parameters up, it would ping, it'll give you a little doom and a red dot next to your name and then you'd see the message from me. I could attach a PDF, a photo, a video, whatever it is. And then you and I can have siloed conversation about certain things. And they're set up in channels. So we've got a channel here for Business 101 show. So everything, and we've got each episode as a separate channel. So everything you and I want to talk about or mail during the week, if we, hey, you've got an idea for on Monday night, that's where we stick our correspondence and we can have an ongoing conversation and it's all siloed in the channel. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned getting caught in the Facebook portal <laughs> earlier before, which is yeah. so true. But it can be the same for your emails as well. I mean, how many times have you opened God, up your email, email and there's I 110 email. emails there waiting for Yuck. you? And so for me, Slack's been really good and actually getting me to get straight to the point of the communicating that we need to do. I don't have to look at six other emails to get to your email because the communication is right there in it. So really good tool and it's free my, to use. My you nerd don't have brain's to have screaming something at me, sorry. Yeah. Uh, if you move from the free version of Slack into the first paid version, which is only about $8 a user, it's not super expensive, you can also then tag in via email people outside of your company. So say if you were... Um, a mechanic, I love mechanics, uh, and you wanted to talk to your muffler supplier, you could actually, and if, if they were talking on email in the office, you could actually invite them into your muffler channel if you like that, and you could actually message like an instant message between you and them, and they could download the Slack app for free, and they can be a guest in your channel. It's got some really cool connective things that you can use in the real world. You don't have to be a nerd like me, and you can get rid of email. This is what it did for us. We mm. eliminated, I think, about 800 emails a week between the team mm. when we did the numbers way back when. We've had Slack for six years now. so Yeah, well, it's so true. You can waste so much time in that email space as well. And the other one I was going to quickly mention, yeah. um, which is very popular as well, is Trello.com. So Trello is uh, a little bit more of a drop drop and drag visual uh, than Slack. It's still great for communication and there is a free version. We use it to store a lot of documents throughout the year um, and we use it for the Chamber of Commerce as well as a real communication tool to be able to put our minutes and stuff in as well. Question for you. Yes. I, the, I've tried using Trello and I couldn't really get my head around it. Yes. It was, I, could do too, I could do too many things with it. I need of to course. be contained in a yes. box like you can only do this. Yeah. If somebody wants, like, what's the key benefit of Trello? Is it that being able to file 
to retain messages and go back and get them or is it to work together on projects? Like, Where's the power in Trello for you? Oh, look, for me, it's being able to uh, share that Trello board with people who don't necessarily have a Trello account. Mm-hmm. So uh, I can just share a link and they can view everything on that Trello board. So they don't, for my clients, they don't want to necessarily become a member of something else. Yep. You know, they don't want to have to join up to Trello. And while it's free, and I recommend a lot of business owners should be using this as a tool, a lot of my clients just like, oh, I just want to have a look at it. I don't want to sign up and do all of that. So with Trello, you can actually just send them a link to that board and they can view it and see it. So you can put all of your communication in there as well. Like a project workspace? Yeah. So for example, obviously I work in the social media space, so I can put in any kind of posts that I'm doing up, any kind of images, and they can see it all. They can see it all in date order and they can see what's coming up. So that works really well for me. I'm sort of thinking maybe we need to bring that into the show because part of my problem is being able to go far enough ahead quick enough so that we can do meaningful social post engagements far enough out. Yes, yep. Maybe we should look at that. There you go. This is a live live lab show, Mel. I keep saying this to you. Like we're we're learning along with you and we've got the expertise in some areas but we, we test things in others, right? And we bounce off each other. It's great. I love it. So Slack and Trello, two really good coaches, coaches corner points and it's about communication because really it's the number one thing in a team. Whether you're one or a hundred, communication has to be golden, Effective communication. Effective, timely. Love it. Now, the WTF business jargon of the week is B2B and B2C. Now, for me, I thought everyone's going to know this, but my wife, Millie, the the all-knowing oracle, hates acronyms. And she goes, honey, because I said to her... I'm with Millie. I said to her yesterday, I say, what business jargon drives you nuts, babe? And she goes, oh, bloody acronyms. B2B and B2C. B2B is business to business and B2C is business to consumer. So if you don't, um, are not used to hearing these terms, B2B is if I'm basically wholesaling and, I'm, and my customer is another business. Um, and if I want to sell direct to public to everybody out there, uh, it's B2C. So B2B and B2C. And normally people talk about their business silos or their verticals as either a B2B or a B2C because they're different things. So if you look at, again, our business is a test. Flower Hub is a B2B business. Southside Flower Market is a B2C business servicing different people, consumer versus business. So therefore, the pricing structures will be different. The profit margins will be different. The advertising messages will be different. The handles will be different. So it really it does help to look at it that way. How is this meaningful, Kerry, for um, a hairdresser? I guess uh, knowing sort of what social platforms to be on from a digital point of view. If you're a business or a hairdresser as a business to consumer or business to customer is another way that I say it as well. And so, you know, those people are not necessarily going to be on a professional platform like LinkedIn, but they're probably going to be on Facebook and Instagram. So that's the place where they can sort of contact their customers and really give that personalised view of their business, which is what social media is all about. Yeah, the last bit on that for me is, of course, a hairdresser, if they want to do local area advertising jointly, say, with a cafe, that's a B2B approach, is mm-hmm. different from a B2C with, hey, Carrie, I'll dye your hair for X hundred dollars. Correct. Because you girls pay a lot for that stuff, right? So yeah. different approaches. <laughs> that's it. B2B and B2C. <laughs> Business Book Club, have you guys read How to Win Friends and Influence People? So long ago. Yeah, it's been around for a long time. It mm. came out in 1932 off the top of my head. Sorry if I got the year wrong. I didn't bring my copy because normally I'd hold it up for show and tell. It's probably one of the most transformative books I've read. And I really worry that I just cannot do this book justice because Nikki Christensen, Coach Nikki, trying to paraphrase this book would is just going to destroy it. What I would strongly suggest is if you ever struggle with 
not approaching someone the right way or in a discussion, if you ever default to um, playing the person or say falling into personally criticizing, then this book really is for you. It really talks about the nuances of motivating and engaging people and uh, tricks, not tricks, um, mechanisms on how you go about that and how you'll get further ahead by actually implementing it. Now, one thing as a very strong-willed, laser-focused entrepreneur, business owner, I fall foul of this is the way we're doing it. Like sometimes I go too fast, too, too hard. Direct. Yeah, too direct. Exactly right. So this book is really good for me because every time I pick it up, it softens me and it brings me back to the center of actually people. It's about people, 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 soft skills, soft skills, soft skills. Mm. The other thing it talks about is an example of, and it's lacking today in most retail settings, why are dogs so universally loved? Because a dog's total purpose in life is just to love you and be happy. And a dog is always smiling at you when it sees you. So just picture your dog. It's always smiling at you in yeah. its doggy way. Mel, yeah. your dog's always smiling at you when you get home? <laughs> and just on dogs, yeah. just quickly, they may only be a small part of your life, but you're their whole life. Yes. If you get them from a pup. There you go. That's deep. And just as a side note, <laughs> if you've been away for eight hours, that's the equivalent of one week in dog years. That's right. why they're so happy to see you. Oh, wow, really? I came up with that. <laughs> but the point about the book is smiles. So again, uh, when I normally on-ramp a new staff member, I'm always talking about the power of a smile, and that is really it. It also talks about what's in it for me, and you have to be talking about, again, the benefit to somebody, not the feature. Mm. So I know I've just waded through a magic book that's been around for 100 years. You need to get it. How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's on Blinkist if you don't want to read a book or get the book online. You're listening to the Business 101 show on 101 FM. It's time for that uh, last few minutes of the show, and it's time for the one thing. It's like a lemon. You know, the last bit of a lemon's the juicy bit. Like, you just keep squeezing the lemon, and you're still <laughs> going to get more out of it. With the last five minutes, it's not time to turn off and go start your night. It's the last five minutes. You've got to start strong and finish strong. I'm an old auctioneer, so it doesn't matter where you start, it's where you finish, right? So, so true, so true. Look, we were talking about what should the one thing be this week, Kerry and I, and we both suffered from the same thing or the same realisation this week, which Mm. is interesting. And that really is, why do we do what we do? It's one of the huge questions for people in business. I mean, Simon Sinek wrote a book about it, Start With Why. So that's, I'm going to go revisit that this week when Mm. I'm on the bike at 5.30 in the morning, I'm going to listen to that. And we were suffering the same thing in our business because if you don't understand what I'm talking about, the concept of why do you do what you do is different from what do you do. So again, Apple understood this very well. Um, as a business, why do you show up every day? What would the world lose if you cease to exist? Because people will buy into your story. They don't care about your revenue or because you're trying to sell more widgets. So true. So what's the reason behind why you do what you do? And it's easy to forget what that is when you've been in business for a little while. You kind of waver off and particularly with COVID, you may have done a little bit of a pivot and change and then all of a sudden you go, oh, hang on a sec. Yeah, exactly. We're not where we were. No, exactly. And you're going to uh, wane through it. So you'll be red hot strong on it for many months if you put it into your uh, regular meeting cycle mm-hmm. and then you'll drift off it. So we've found that we've been in survival mode for so long that we've actually gone, what? hang on, why are we doing this again? Like we're mm-hmm. all sort of grumpy and a bit burnt out. So that's so why we thought this week we want you to consider in your business, why do you do what you do? And what's the deep reason that you can connect with that will then spark on to kicking on from there? 
Makes yeah, sense? Yeah, such a really good So point. let's have a think about that. Now, look, we're into the last little bit. Kerry, you're going to take a break from the mic next week, although you'll be here doing live stream. And yep. we've got a special guest this week, uh, Councillor Teresa Lane. Teresa is a Logan City Councillor for Div 2, and she's got two key things she wants to discuss with you. I'm also going to sit down with her and have a, a bonus interview, which would be great. And, of course, the special guest host next week is Stuart Fleming, who's the president of the Logan Chamber of Commerce, and he'll be coming straight off the bat of their main fundraiser for the year, the Golf, Golf Day at Meadowbrook yep. on Friday. So I'm sure he's going to have a whole heap of stuff to talk to us about of course he's also a multi-business owner media tycoon all-around interesting guy so mm. that is going to be interesting as well and uh, any final thoughts from you Kerry? Oh, just another great show guys <laughs> we okay. did it all we did the phone call the live people in the audience the live stream we've just live live all, and live we've just ticked all the boxes tonight yeah i really enjoyed having the people in the studio and again thanks for the call-ins and stuff and, of course, people can contact us, uh, business101show.com.au, on the SMS, 0429-558-101. And, of course, the podcast will be out, and that is something that people need to be getting onto. Yeah, if you again, if you've missed it, you can catch up on it. So if you came in late, the podcast is normally going to be live sometime on the Tuesday because mm-hmm. Jeff turns it around for us at Podcasting Centre, Brisbane yep. Podcasting Centre. So normally up on, on the channels tomorrow. So. The bonus interview will take probably a little bit longer. I've got to edit that up. It's about a 45-minute chat. I'm going to try and have it up for you by tomorrow. And, of course, people can listen to previous episodes as well. Yeah, business101show.com.au, and you go to the podcast page. Kerry set that up, our digital ninja, and they can listen back. Okay, thanks very much, guys. Looking forward to another big week. Big thank you to our special guests. and And thanks for having us in your ears tonight. I appreciate the opportunity. Catch you next week. Have a great one. Awesome. should seek your own independent legal and financial advice before making any decisions about what's right for you. Coach Nikki is a business coach and any recommendations made during the show should be considered as points of reference only. You are responsible for yourself and your decision. That, that, that was the Business 101 show with your host, Coach Nikki and Logan 101's very own Mal West. For podcasts and resources, visit our sponsor CoachNikki.com Remember what Nikki always says, says. version one is better than version none.